Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. And today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Naperville Senior Task Force, the West Suburban Irish Fest, and the Alzheimer's Association. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing the Naperville Senior Task Force are Kathleen McGowan and Rob Williams. Welcome to the show. Thank you so Thank much. You. We're yes. excited to have you here with us. Uh, first guest back in the studio, so really excited to have that. Um, we're going to start out with the makeup of the Senior Task Force. Tell us a little bit about that, Kathleen. Okay. We have a, we have a minimum of nine members on our task force, and we recruit people through various means, you know, like through the uh, the utility bill, that little connection newsletter was how, for example, I got involved in the task force. And we're looking for people who are interested in senior issues and that either live or work in Naperville and really have an interest in promoting seniors, their safety, uh, things like affordable housing, health and safety, those kinds of things. So uh, that's presently what the task force is made up of. Okay, interesting. And I love that you came in through a little a little check on the bill. That's, that's always fun, right? That's right. That's right. You know, I had this realization that, oh, I live in Naperville. Oh, I'm a senior. Oh, maybe I'll apply. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, now, Rob, tell us, is the Senior Task Force, I think there's always this question, right? Is it its own entity? Is it part of the city of Naperville? Is it part of the government? How, do, how does that all work? Well, it's, it is part of the city government. Uh, we came into being through a, a decree of the mayor. At that time, it was George Pradle. And uh, the idea was for they wanted a task force that would uh, relate to seniors and senior issues that maybe weren't explored by other parts of the government. So we are technically part of the government, but we, we don't have an office at City Hall <laughs> and we don't get a budget. So we're pretty much on our own. Okay, everything. no money, no place, but you've got lots of things <laughs> that you're working on. That's we do. Correct. That's great. We do. We yeah. all kinds of things that uh, that we work on. We lobby with the city council. Uh, we lobby with a lot of the other uh, government organizations: the fire department, the police department, the library, park district, to try and ensure that uh, they're all looking at seniors as a as a viable part of the community. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's all part of that diversity and inclusion, right? I mean, making exactly. sure that yes. all aspects and all voices are heard, right? You know, it, it's hard for us, you know, to advocate on behalf of teens if we're not one, hard if we're not a senior to advocate for seniors. So it's lovely to see that we've got voices at the table who are being able to represent, right? That's right. Yeah, now talk a little bit, if you would, Kathleen, uh, in terms of some of the projects or some of the things that you're really kind of, you know, working on and why those are important to seniors. One of the initiatives that has begun through the task force has been the Dementia-Friendly Naperville Initiative. And what this is is really um, an initiative that we worked with, uh, with uh, there's a dementia-friendly America group as well as a dementia-friendly Illinois. And so we worked 
with those particular entities so that we could make Naperville a dementia-friendly community. And basically what that means is that we want people who are having this issue of dementia loss is to uh, be able to come into stores and that people in the stores would know how to treat people, uh, that the park district, the library, etc. So those are the kinds of things that we're trying to do. What I, I, Unfortunately, the pandemic kind of put a halt to some of the training that we were going to be doing. So now what we're really working on is trying to get some of that training for the retailers, for the park district, for the library, et cetera. And so we're, we're doing those kinds of things. Um, another thing that, we, that came as a result of the task force was the actually now not-for-profit agency RAN, which is Ride yeah. Assist Naperville. So that's something that developed as a result of seeing a need in the community for seniors to get rides to doctor's appointments, et cetera. And while other groups like PACE might take them there, actually these volunteers, and it's all volunteer drivers, they actually stay and wait for the senior when they leave. So those are some of the, those just are a couple of examples. One other one that I'll just mention is that we started this vaccination buddy uh, program. Great program. And it was real, it was fascinating. Now, uh, there were about 100 volunteers. Yeah. We served over 6,000 seniors to get them their vaccinations. Now, for example, you go into one of the big box stores and you just hear over the loudspeaker, anybody want their uh, COVID <laughs> vaccine? So that program is really not needed. But I, I think it shows the, the um, kind of the agility of the task force to see a need and to go for it and to try to meet the need. And I, that was a great example of that. Yeah, and I think, and I've had the pleasure of talking to the folks at RAM before, and you uh. know, that program is just so important in knowing if you don't have family, how do you get your senior to those important doctor's appointments? And, and more importantly, how do they not have to be there all by themselves? So yes. it's, a, it's a phenomenal program that you're working on. Mm -hmm. um, well, other leading issues that you're sort of dealing with in this space? Well, one of our primary issues that we've been dealing with since we came into existence in 2014 is affordable housing uh, for seniors, and which is not just a Neighborville problem, but a nationwide problem, that there is just not enough affordable housing for people on fixed incomes, people who are relying primarily on their social security, maybe they have a, a 401k or some other retirement plan, but uh, the cost of housing has just become astronomic in the past few years, probably the last 10 years in particular. And that's one of the things that we really spend a lot of time lobbying with the city council on is uh, what can we do and, and what type of position is the city gonna take regarding what they consider to be affordable housing. Sure. Well, you know, you really, you've spent your whole life in a community. It's hard to think that in your golden years you have to move because you can't afford to stay in your home. So Correct. that's an issue that obviously uh, is one that everybody has to struggle with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Some of the other things, of course, are just health care, mm -hmm. which you know, Neighborville does a great job on senior health care. Um, some other, well, just community safety, you know, just being able to uh, if you want to go out for a walk in a park, feeling safe and doing that and that type of thing. And again, Naperville does a great job uh, with that topic. Okay. 
So, I mean, it, you, you've obviously, you've got a lot of good projects that you're working on. You've got a, a, a robust task force, although are you, are you still looking for more members? Is that, are there seats at the table for more voices? At this particular point, we pretty much have the, our complement of members. Okay. But uh, we're, we're always interested in people so that maybe if they, they couldn't be on the task force at this moment, there may be a project that we're doing or a you know, particular uh, issue that we're looking at, and we might ask them to assist us with that. Okay, so, okay. Know. And then, so Kathleen, how would they reach you? Would they reach out via the city's website? Sure, through the city's website. And, you know, actually, frequently, Rob and I will get calls from people or an email from someone asking a question, and then we always respond to those questions. We usually confer together and, you know, talk about it a little bit, and then one of us will get back to the person that's contacted us. So, uh, yeah, we're really open to that and, you know, willing to really engage with anyone who would contact us about any issue that they may have. Well, great. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. I mean, I, I feel so excited about some of the things that you are having come out of it. I think, you know, you hear task force and you're never sure is something coming out of that. You've got a couple of really great examples of the work that you're doing with RAN and the Vax Buddies was just an incredibly quick pivot and such an important community need, right? So uh, well done to you. And I look forward to having you back next time and hearing more about what you're working on in those areas. Well, thank you so much. We Thank really you. appreciate, appreciate your time. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you are interested in learning more about the Naperville Senior Task Force, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now are Terry and Marjorie O'Dowd. They're here representing the West Suburban Irish Fest. So welcome to the show. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks it's for having us. Yeah, super love it. Love the t-shirt. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's really good. Naperville Irish Fest. Yep. So and you can pick those up at the fest, and we have hats, too, that we've designed. So. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I love it in the colors. It's in the Irish colors. Thank so you. So I'm going to start out with you, Terry. Why did you start this fest? To have fun. I love it. <laughs> Which is a great reason. Um, there, there's actually like three reasons. One is to have a good time. I helped manage the parade. And I want to take a moment and say thank you very much. NCTV 17 has been great for all the years for helping out with the parade. Oh, so thank, thank you. you. Um, but if, you, if you're there at uh, Naperville North, it's a great time. Everybody's talking. They're laughing. Kids are dancing. It's just a fun environment. If you walk through the parade, and you look at the families, uh, everyone is just smiling. They're just having fun. Kids are collecting candy. And, and that entire route, it's just a, a really fun day. And, of course, the pubs afterwards, nothing uh, but wonderful. fun, right? <laughs> They're wonderful. We um, love that. <laughs> so besides that, I also, we also, West Bourbon Irish, donate to charities. And we've done that for a number of years. Uh, we also did a service award this year to some high school kids going into college who were uh, close to Irish culture and have been doing some service things. So we want to do more of that. Um, it's a small organization, so we'd like to do some more charity work. 
throughout Naperville. And third is just Irish culture. I mean, our grandkids are sixth generation Irish. So how do you teach them about Irish? How do they know about it? One way is just through the fest, through the dancing and the music and you know, face painting and such. So that's the reason why we started this. I love that. Those are all really good reasons. And I've been at that starting gate for the uh, parade. And you're exactly right. Yeah, everybody's dressed up. Everybody's having it's a fun, fun time. It yep. really is. And, right. you know, normally as long as the weather is good. Because, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, we'd be plagued with a few not so great. Yes. But that doesn't so stop us. Rain, yes, rain or shine. Stop. That is so true. The only got... thing that stopped us was COVID. So. Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, Marjorie, you know, you mentioned about your grandkids and sixth generation. So tell us a little bit about some of the children's activities. We have tons have. of children's activities. As Terry said, we have six grandkiddos and we have taken them to other Irish fests and we've been to other fests and quite honestly August can be very hot and there weren't a lot of offerings for the kids the minute we got them there they just wanted to go home and even me personally there just wasn't a lot to keep my interest so that was foremost in our minds is to really make this a family-friendly fest so we have a designated children's area um, headed up by Barb and in that area we've got uh, a hurling scavenger hunt that Kevin is helping us coordinate with the hurling group uh, Home Depot's coming out and doing a hands-on craft project with the kids. There's going to be games, water balloon toss, uh, face painters that will do Irish drawings and things like that. Um, we've got a group, the Irish Wolfhounds, and it's an organization um, in the Midwest, and they have the most beautiful pets. I don't know if you've ever seen an Irish wolf hound, I but have. it's ginormous. Yes, they are, yeah, they're like small horses. They are. Right, they're yeah. gorgeous and so docile, so they're coming out, and the kids can pet them, and they'll pass out information on their group. Um, we also are coordinating with the 95th Street Library, so we certainly want folks to keep their eye on that agenda. Uh, we have someone, uh, Ken, who's coordinated that, and we're going to have different times for storytelling, and it's going to concentrate on Irish folklore and fairy stories and things like that, and they're doing a little hands-on project, too, so that's on the schedule periodically. So our bus service will take you from the parking lot to the fest, uh, revolving up to the 95th Street Library and back to make it as easy as we can to um, reach that area. And we tossed in a carnival just oh, to yeah. have a little more fun. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's there right. There wasn't enough going yeah, on. That's right. Why and not? and there is a carnival. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah. yeah. Lots to do. The kiddos will Lots not right. be bored. Yes. So, and they won't be bored because you've also got a lot of bands, right? Yeah. Is that right, so Terry? We have a, um, so one of the themes that we try to do is local, local, local. Try to, try to find bands within the Chicagoland area. And um, we have Patty Holman. Patty Holman is a tenor, and he's been a friend of the West Bremen Irish for quite a while. He's going to come out on an opening ceremony. He's going to sing national anthems for both oh, nice. uh, U.S. as well as Ireland. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to play, and he's right off the boat from Ireland. He's, he's, he's a world-renowned tenor. Oh, yeah. that's just fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's just absolutely beautiful. Lovely. We that's did lovely. mix. We did mix it up with uh, Breakfast Club, so it's more of an 80s thing. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> kind of fun. You know, yeah, we want to absolutely. attract different people. Right. Who doesn't like the 80s? I know. Right. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> We've got sessions, too. Yeah. So authentic sessions are groups of musicians that gather in Ireland in pubs. Very casually, two or three people will just sit in a corner with whatever instrument they play or their voice, and they just scratch it together and say, let's just play this. And then people People join them. Um, Quigley's in downtown Naperville has that about once a month. Yeah. So we decided what would be an Irish fest without sessions. So we have a group, and it's really going to be comprised mostly of younger kids. And they're going to be in their own tent, and you can just come by and listen to them. You're also invited to join them. You can just come up and sing with them, nice play with along. them. And we think the kids are going to enjoy that, too. So one Absolutely. of the things they do in Ireland is just 
to talk about the sessions and the musicians, they really want to maintain that, those musicians. And they even provide a little bit of stipend sure. to, to the musicians in the country just to keep them playing and keep that music because it's so important to Iron. It's so Absolutely. authentic. What they play is so authentic. Yeah. Nice. Now, you also had the other authentic thing, which is the National Sport of Ireland, which is hurling. So you've <laughs> got a hurling tournament. So tell yeah. us a quick yeah. bit about that. So we're working with Kevin Pearson, and uh, he's done a great job with that hurling club throughout the years, and he's a friend of WSI as well. And uh, he, he's managed to have three soccer fields, and we have yeah. uh, hurling coming on, teams coming in, Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago, and others. So I'm really hoping that people go out and see that game. It, yeah. it is an insane game. It, it, is. it is. It is so much fun. It's crazy. And, yeah. he, and he's even doing um, on site on the fields, there's going to be the longest hurl hit. Oh, nice. So people can get out there and mm. actually and give it hands a go. on and do it. There's um, instructions on how to do it. And he's actually having like a batting cage. So it's all things hurling. Oh. And he's the expert, and uh, a group of the hurlers are going to come and, and help pour beer on Friday night, so they'll be around to answer questions. Yeah. Okay, nice. All right, so as we wrap up, one last thing. No Irish Fest would be complete without the dance group, so just give me a quick, Marjorie, what, what's with the dance group? We've got uh, three fabulous groups, um, McNulty Dancers, Hogan Dancers, and Trinity Dancers. So we've got them revolving on the two days, main stage and the platform. It's going to be phenomenal. And the really cool thing is um, after their performance on the side stage, they're going to step down and actually teach kids or anyone who wants to learn the yeah. jig. Nice. So it's just going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and we have Irish karaoke, too, so yes. we've got to plug that in there, too. I love that. Okay, and now I think the one thing as we wrap up that we forgot, what is the date and the location? August 6th and 7th. It's at Frontier Park, which is right behind Nuka Valley. Okay. Plenty of parking at the high school. Yeah. Please come. Oh, yes. uh, and one thing, everyone is welcome. We're not going to check your heritage. <laughs> That's at the right. Gate. Or we're just going to add an O before your name. There okay, you I like it. So I'll be O Wernette when I get That's it. That's right. I love that. That's awesome. That's right. Listen, thank you so much for stopping by. It sounds amazing. And I love the fact that it's so steeped in the Irish culture. Yes. It's really a culture fest as well as a right. fun fest, right? Uh, so we wish you the best of luck. We wish you super good weather for that day, yes. for both those days. And thank you for, for stopping by. And thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. We want everybody to come and just have fun. Good. Excellent. Thanks. Done. Done. <laughs> thank you. To find out more about the West Suburban Irish Fest, please go and visit their website. Don't go away. We're going to be right back after a few short messages. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Alzheimer's Association is Julie Ramsey. She's their chair of their Walk Planning Committee. Welcome to the show, Julie. Hi, Jane. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here today. Yeah, we love it. Love the background. You're going to tell us a little bit more about that in a minute. Um, but let's start out with why are you so passionate about the Alzheimer's Walk and the association in general? What's your personal connection, Julie? 
Hey, I am really passionate about um, the Alzheimer's Association and the Walk to End Alzheimer's specifically um, because um, my mother had Alzheimer's. She suffered with it for actually 13 years. Um, and over that time, we watched um, the spirit of her disappear and we lost the true person that she was over that time. And um, sadly though, that's not the whole story. Um, my father was her primary caregiver and um, we uh, actually, as her primary caregiver, the daily toll of that role um, took its toll on him. And he, we actually lost him five years before my mother yeah. because he wasn't prepared to take on that role as well. So even though he didn't have Alzheimer's, I blame Alzheimer's on both of my parents' death actually. And what I've learned since I've been working and volunteering with the Alzheimer's Association is that there's over 6 million Americans in the United States that um, have Alzheimer's and over 11 million Americans that serve as caregivers in an unpaid role. Um, and the cost of Alzheimer's is costing our country more than we can afford if we don't find a cure um, soon. So um, this is something that I've become super passionate about, both in serving in the walk to end Alzheimer's. I also do advocacy with the Alzheimer's Association. I've been um, serving as a volunteer for over eight years now, and um, I, I won't stop till we find a cure. Yeah, I well, first off, let me just say how sorry I am for your loss on, on both sides. And I think uh, you articulate very well the, the toll on caregivers uh, when they're looking at a person that they love dearly, but that person isn't there in the same way. That's extremely heart-wrenching, right? It is, it is. It's, it was very hard on our family. And um, it's something that, when if you haven't been there in the moment, it's truly hard to understand how it, how it truly um, impacts the family. But, um, but I think, I, I try to tell my stories just so people can try to understand how it really impacts the family. Yeah, sure. It's not, it's, you know, Absolutely. Now, um, the walk to end all time is here in Naperville. Uh, give us a little bit of background on that, when that's happening. Yeah, so the walk to end Alzheimer's in Naperville is taking place this year on Sunday, September 19th at 10 a.m. And um, there's still time to register. Um, anyone can join by going to the website. They can start a team or join an existing team. And um, there are also still volunteer opportunities available to join the planning committee. You can join those on the website as well by clicking the button that says volunteer. Okay, wonderful. And how long is the walk? The walk is a um, 5K, it's three miles, and it starts at North Central College in downtown Naperville and it walks around the beautiful historical areas in downtown Naperville. And um, it's uh, a great morning. Okay, and where does it end up, Julie? What's the ending location? Back where we started at North Central College. Okay, nice. So people can come out, whether they walk or they volunteer, they can still come out and just cheer everybody else along and be part of that process, right? They can, they can. We start with um, an uh, opening ceremony. There's cheerleaders, get everyone um, started. And um, uh, you can bring dogs, strollers. There's, um, you know, the whole family can join in. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful way. I've seen it a number of times. I think it's a wonderful way to show support, even if you have been blessed not to personally be impacted. Uh, it's a lovely way to show support for others who have, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Now, you. Um, before I get to my next question, uh, explain a little bit about your background, because I think that's just so lovely. So tell us how that fits right. into the walk. 
Right, so um, so the flowers in my background represent the different colors. So along the walk, one of the um, items that is that we carry along the walk are the flowers, and each flower represents a different color that's representative of your personal connection to the walk. So if you're carrying a purple flower, that means that you've lost someone um, to Alzheimer's. When I started with the walk, I carried the yellow flower because I was caring for my mother who had Alzheimer's. Now I carry the purple flower. Um, the orange flower represents someone who is a supporter of the disease, and the blue flower represents someone who has Alzheimer's. There's also a white flower, which you don't see in the picture. That represents the survivor. We're waiting for the day someone can carry the, the white flower. Oh, that's lovely. Well, I hope the next time we see you, we start to see lots more white flowers in that background. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Now, obviously, uh, you know, and, and you talked about it, the, the cost to America in general in terms of how much uh, Alzheimer's and that uh, costs. Uh, so you need mm -hmm. money, clearly. Uh, how can companies right. come and get involved with you with the walk, Julie? Sure. So um, companies can sponsor the walk. Um, they can become a sponsor. They can create a walk team themselves. Creating a walk team is a great way for companies to get involved. They can um, get their employees engaged. They can um, increase company or morale. They can. Um, it's a great opportunity for them to get involved in the community. They can create more um, PR and have a great representation for their customers. Um, and we do have... Um, five sponsorship levels of companies would like to be a sponsor. They start at $1,000 for a bronze sponsorship level. And then we also have um, day of sponsorship opportunities. And if a company would like to be a sponsor, then they could contact me directly at julieazwalk at gmail.com. Okay, wonderful. Now, as we uh, move along here, the mission, and, and you've kind of talked about the walk, but if you were to just crystallize for our viewers the mission, Julie, of the association. Sure. The, the Alzheimer's Association mission is to lead the way to end Alzheimer's and all other dementia by accelerating global research, driving risk reduction, and maximizing quality care and support. And also our vision is a world without Alzheimer's and other dementia. Okay, a big mission and an awesome vision, right? Right, that's right. Now, if our viewers wanted to, you know, they can't participate in the walk, but they still want to support you, uh, how can they do that? Sure, um, they can always go to the Alzheimer's Association website. They can go to alz.org backslash donate. And um, there are various options for donating that the website can walk them. Okay. Well, wonderful. Julie, thank you so much for stopping by. Again, remind us of the date for your event. Yes. Sunday, September 19th at 10 a.m. Okay. On the campus of North Central College, still time to register, right? Thank you That's so much, right. Julie, for stopping by. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jane. It was a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So if you would like to learn more about the Alzheimer's Association or you want to sign up for their walk, please go and visit their website. Right now, we're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update 
and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jay Mournette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.